Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the third annual Black Family Homeschool Educators and Scholars Teach-In. My name is Adira Eshet Salmiel, and I'm so pleased. It's my privilege to share this time with you during this coffee talk. Um, so I know that you all have been, you know, getting lots of good information already, and I'm sure there's more to follow. So please make sure that you take full advantage of this opportunity to share with other um, homeschoolers network and just be, you know, revitalized or get, you know, be informed as far as what homeschooling is all about. So just a little bit about me. So I'm a single mom and I have um, three sons and all of my three sons, we've, we've been a homeschooling family since day one. They've never gone to traditional schools. And so we have done a mix of things um, throughout the duration of our homeschooling journey, which is why it's so appropriate that um, I'm sharing with you some tips on how to choose an educational program for your child. So whether that's um, an online program, a tutor that may be coming in, a co-op experience, or maybe a teacher, you know, a class, you know, separate class experience. Um, how do we do that? How do we go about that? And so all of these things we've definitely done um, during our homeschooling journey. Me, myself being an educator, someone who's really passionate about um, education, there's some classes that I've created and taught my sons. However, there have been some times when I've said, you know what? I need them to get a different experience or that subject is something that I'm really not so comfortable with. And so in these instances, we've definitely looked outside of, um, of, of our um, immediate <laughs> resources to glean from others and to tap into the wonderful wealth of resources and opportunities that are out there. So let's get into this, all right? How do we again, Choose wisely when we are choosing and selecting educational programs for our children. All right, so there's so many different things and so many different ways that we can go about this. I've broken down the presentation into five K's, all right, five no's, five things that we want to keep in mind as we go through the selection process. So you know, you've seen a really good advertisement on Instagram or some other social media platform. Um, maybe, you know, your good friend or your neighbor has told you about this really good program. That doesn't mean that you want to jump right into it. So you want to investigate for yourself. And again, these five K's or these five no's will help you to decide whether or not this program, this tutor, this class, this co-op will be a good fit for your child and for your family. So the first tip that I want to share with you is know your child, right? Your, our children are the centerpiece. They are the reason why we are doing what we're doing in terms of homeschooling. So you want to know, you know, what your child is interested in, what subjects, um, know what their interests are. What are, what is your child's learning style? Okay. Is your child a visual? Does this program not have enough kinesthetics that you know your child needs in order to thrive in the learning environment? Um, what are the required subjects for your child's education program? So, you know, in the younger years, we definitely have more flexibility and more wiggle room for, you know, courses that our children will take. But as they get into the high school years and we're looking at planning for college, you definitely want to be more intentional about making sure your child um, meets those educational requirements. So knowing what your child needs and when, as far as their overall education program, 
is also really important. And then also think about what does your child need to have a successful academic experience? You know, know your child's emotional um, strengths, their challenges, um, know, you know, maybe the supports and accommodations that your child might need. So these are all things to consider. And of course, definitely have a conversation with your child. You know, ask them, you know, so, you know look at this, this, look at this brochure, look at this pamphlet, check out this website. This is a program that I'm considering, you know, what do you think about it? Get their buy-in so that they're really invested in um, the program. It shouldn't be just something that mom and dad are just deciding for, um, for the education program. Okay, so tip number one, know your child. All right, then tip number two, the second know, know your goals, all right, as a family. Um, what are you intending to get out of this class? Why are, you know, are you having this tutor come in to work with your child? Why are you participating in, participating in this co-op, right? So know your goals and have clear intentions. Um, what does this class or this activity fulfill? Is it a matter of, okay, exam preparation, okay, that may be needed for a high schooler? Is it a good, you know, um, do you think it will be a good experience as far as social and emotional learning, which is also important, you know, going hand in hand with academics? Um, is this something that maybe uh, that fills, you know, a dual enrollment um, opportunity where your child can work towards getting college credits? You know, what is the goal of this class? Is it just for fun, for social gatherings, which are just fine? You know, it's important for our teens, our tweens, even our little ones to network and, and have just, you know, some good old fun with other friends and other homeschoolers. So, but be clear you know, why are you signing your child up for this particular program, this particular class? So know your goals, all right? Tip number two. All right, tip number three, know your budget. All right, now the other two tips that I mentioned before, those are very important, but this one as well is something that you know, and as many, many of us as homeschoolers, um, in fact, many people think that homeschoolers are rich. You know, they think, oh, you know, those folks who are homeschooling, oh yeah, they have money. And many don't know the sacrifice, especially the financial one that many of us make um, in order for our children to have this experience um, that we do. So in regards to the budget, I want to encourage you to stay within your budget you know, look at the disposable income, make sure, you know, the, the, the basics and, and you know, all of the necessities are met for your family. And then look and see, okay, what else do we have? What else can we fit in with, um, you know, the income that is um, available for us? And the reason why we want to do this is because we don't want to sign our children up for classes for co-op, you know, for them to work with a teacher or tutor. And then one, two, three months down the road, you know, and they're really enjoying this, this, this um, educational experience. They've made new friends. And then all of a sudden, because of financial reasons, they're unable to continue. So you want to make sure that you look and study well, you know, your budget and make sure that this, um, you know, venture that you're going into is sustainable. All right. So along with staying in your budget, though, you also want to ask about options. And many programs don't, um, you know, broadcast or really promote 
the options that are there in terms of meeting the financial requirements for you know the classes or things that they're offering. So take a step out there and ask, do you all have sibling discounts? Do you have payment plans? Do you have scholarships? All right, so yes, it's okay to, um, yes, you wanna stay within your means, but you also may want to push the button a little bit and see if there are options out there that will, you know, again, allow your family, allow your child to have this experience that, you know, on paper, it may look like, oh, we really are not in a position to um, afford that class. And then also in line with checking out options, you may want to investigate opportunities to barter, you know, to give some services, to maybe volunteer to do some administrative work for, you know, maybe the, the co-op or for the organization. And then in turn, this may reduce the fees, you know, that your child has to, that your family would have to pay for um, your child's class, or you, your child may be able to be enrolled for free. Okay, even better. So know your budget, stay within your means. However, don't be, um, you know, afraid or intimidated to step on out there and push a little bit and see, maybe you might be the one that creates you know, sibling discounts, because really and truly, sometimes some programs don't consider the needs of, um, of everyone that may be interested in taking their courses. So um, again, ask about those options, investigate those opportunities so that your child can benefit from whatever class or program it is you're, you're interested in. All right, let's keep it moving ahead. <laughs> All right, so tip number four, know your schedule. All right, this is another biggie, another biggie. And you want to be mindful of everyone's schedules in the family. So from baby who may be having, you know, little toddler play dates to, you know, dad, you know, grandma, auntie, whoever is involved in the family's homeschooling program, you want to be mindful of their schedules and take all of their um, their work responsibilities, their leisure time, their, um, you know, me time, all of that into um, consideration when you're signing your children up for, you know, different programs or classes or, you know, having a tutor come in. And then you also want to consider the commute, okay? Especially if you're traveling out to go to, you know, this particular program, what does that look like? What time of day are you traveling, you know, to get to this particular, um, you know, program? Is it during rush hour when they're, you know, maximum amount of vehicles on the road? So you want to look at that. Are you or and or your child going to be frustrated, you know, you know, with the back and forth of, of the commute? So these are things that you want to um, consider, all right? You, you're, you can be, become exhausted over a time, you know, your child can be exhausted, your vehicle could be exhausted from the wear and tear. So think about the commute. Is it really going to be worth it, you know, to hike it to wherever it is to, um, you know, have your child attend this particular program? And then you also want to think about the supervision needed, all right? Who is going to be on, on needed to be the, the on-point person, the, the adult contact that is helping to supervise your child um, if needed? Okay, so think about their schedule. Is it something that you can maybe do in between clients that you see? Is it, um, you know, is, it, uh, is, is dad going to maybe have to shift afternoon meetings to make sure that, you know, he can participate in getting your child or supervising your child 
um, during this, this education uh, course or class. So think about the supervision that is needed. And then we wanna keep all of these things in mind because you don't want to overcommit yourself or your child, all right? Um, burnout is real. And as homeschoolers, sometimes we can get so caught up in taking part in this class and that class that we just, you know, are tired. And then we find that, you know what, at the end of the day, or maybe at the end of the term, we just want to scrap everything and just, you know, stay at home. And so if everything is done with a bit of moderation, with balance, you know, you may be doing some classes outside of the home, some classes, you know, at home, or you have a day where you're just, you know, relaxing and having more, um, you know, more of a flexible free schedule, this might work. So know your schedule, know all the things that everyone in the family is up to. Sometimes it's good to also have a master calendar where you can, you know, put it up on the wall and see, okay, what is dad doing at this time? What is mom doing at this time? What is, um, you know, auntie who has play dates here and there? So looking and keeping everyone in the family schedules in, in mind is so very important with planning and making choices as far as educational programs. And then the final tip, the final K, the final no, a huge, huge, huge one. You want to know the program and the people involved. All right, let me say this again. You want to know the program and the people involved. These are individuals, whether it's um, a, a group experience, whether it's a tutor or teacher that's working one-on-one -on -one with your child or in a class setting, they are having influence over your young mind. And so you want to make sure that when they are not in your hands, they are in safe hands. Okay, so you want to get to know this program. And again, even if it's something that your neighbor has in, been involved in, even if it's something that your best friend, you know, her children have been participating in this program for years. Don't take that for granted and don't take this tip lightly. Do your due diligence, all right? Find out who are the people, um, you know, that are working with this program. Um, who, how, how long has this company been or this organization been in existence? What is their track record, okay? For um, individuals and staff, check credentials, and references, okay? Especially if it's someone that's coming into your home, you want to make sure that, um, again, safety is, 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 um, is in place. You wanna make sure that whoever's coming in, these individuals don't have any issues, especially of a criminal um, type that, you know, as, as far as it relates to working with children. So again, do your due diligence. I can't stress this one um, enough. You know, even online tutors, have to do background checks. They're not even interacting with the children in person. However, you know, companies, schools, they want to make sure that the people that are working with your children are, you know, again, have, they're fit, right? Let's just put it that way. They're a good fit. There are no safety concerns as far as, um, you know, exposing your child to any kind of negativity. Um, and then, you know, these days with social media, you can check out a company, check out their Instagram pages, check them out on Facebook. You know, how current are they in terms of posting things? Um, what's on there? The individuals, as far as possible, check out their social media pages. What are they, you know, posting? What are they liking? 
you know, what groups are they involved with or affiliated with? So again, you want to know the program and know the people who are working, who are they gonna, who are gonna be those people that have direct contact and influence, um, you know, over your child. So this definitely is a huge one and it can make a, a big difference in the overall, you know, positive experience for your child along their homeschooling journey. All right, so let's, let's review a little bit. All right, so we've talked about so much and all of these, again, you know, there may be some other things that I could have mentioned, but I, I really think that these five, um, five tips, these five no's will set a good foundation for you selecting a program for your child. And again, this is whether it's an online program where you're having a tutoring, tutor coming into your home or maybe working online with your child. Maybe it's a co-op that you're looking for where your, your child is learning in a group setting along with other homeschoolers or whether it's a class, okay? So we wanna make sure that you know your child, know, you know their interests, know the things that um, will get them excited about being in that setting or the things that may trigger you know, some unpleasant feelings. Know your child, have a conversation with them, get their buy-in and, and make sure that it's, it's a class, it's a course, um, that the tutor is someone that they're feeling good about as well, or the teacher, and um, so that they can have a really good successful experience. Then also, again, know your goals, be intentional about why you are signing your child up for this particular class and what it will accomplish for your child's ed educational program. Know your budget, make sure that you, you know, check out you know, all of the options in terms of free classes. And then if it's a course that you have to pay for, look at, okay, can we afford this for the long-term? Is it sustainable? And have we checked into options for you know, um, getting reductions in the price, whether it's sibling discounts, payment plans, scholarships, and then maybe looking into doing a bit of an exchange um, for services, your services to help support the program. All right, and then also know your schedule, not just moms, not just dads, but everyone in the family so that there can be a really smooth coordination and no one is feeling left out. No one is feeling overburdened in terms of the commute or the responsibilities for supervision. So again, know the family's homeschool schedule that is already in works. And then finally, know the people, know the program, that you are signing your child up for? Who are the people that are working, going to be working one-on-one -on -one or in a group setting with your child? Know the program, make sure it's legit, make sure it's a sound and, and positive program so that your child, again, will have a sound and positive experience. All right, so again, our five no's, five no's, five tips on how you can make a really great selection for your child's educational program. Again, my name is Adira Eshet-Salmiel. It has been a pleasure to share this time with you. And I hope that you, again, take full advantage of the, um, the teaching, all the expertise that is here, all of the speakers, the live sessions. Um, don't you know, plan to miss any of those. And of course, enjoy other coffee talks as well. So I wish you well on your homeschooling journey. And if you feel free, you don't want to reach out, my contacts will be provided um, on the speaker section. So I look forward to um, you know, 
probably networking and connecting with some of you all in the live sessions, but definitely enjoy the teaching and take full advantage. Take care, everyone.